Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com for more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. Big weekend, Art McPherson. We're golfers. You watching the Masters this weekend? I am one of my favorite golf tournaments to watch. Have you played? Have you uh, not played? Have you been there? I have not played it. That is a bucket list item for sure. I'd love the opportunity to do that. I have been there three times. You know, I had uh, one of my old bosses from an old radio company I worked for, and he was high up. I mean, this guy had a very high net worth. He got invited to play Augusta National from a member. Hey, come play around. And my old boss said, no, I'm good. What? Like, why? He's like, yeah, I'm just not much of a golfer. I don't care if you didn't even know. Oh I don't care if you've Lord. never watched the day of never played Tiger Woods. I don't care if you never heard of PGA. Somebody says you want to play Augusta National, you play Augusta National. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Speaking of the uh, the Masters and Augusta National, rumored to only be about 300 members. Can't buy your way in. you got to be invited to join. So, Arbic McPherson, let me ask you this question. When it comes to members, how many clients do you currently serve at the McPherson Financial Group? A lot of people, before they make the call, they just want to know that I'm not just going to be another number to the McPherson Financial Group. No, you won't because we have a very limited capacity. So the way we have set up our firm, we're a boutique firm. So we're not a firm like a Wells Fargo um, where there are large institutional firms. We're a boutique firm. We know who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, So we provide a lot of service and we give you a lot of one-on-one attention. And when you come in the first time, it's just to meet us. You don't have to make any decisions. Usually it's the second or third appointment before you make a decision on whether or not you want to hire the firm. So when you come in, we want to get to know you, want you to get to know us, how we do things, what our processes, and the maximum amount, our advisors here, and our advisors are all fiduciaries. So we have three fiduciaries in the office, and each advisor is only allowed to have up to 500 clients, because no more than that, because we don't feel like we can do a good job servicing the clients uh, any more than that. It's too uh, difficult to handle. 321-425-8550. That initial consultation, no cost, no obligation. It's more of like a first date. You get to know each other. And there have been times, (laughs) and Armand Pearson has said before, he's had that initial consultation. They've shook hands at the end and said, we may not be right for you right now. Let's check back in in six months, maybe a year from now. So you're going to be honest with each other. I love that Art said that they limit the number of clients that they have so that everybody gets specialized service. 321 425-8550. And I will tell you this, though, they do a lot of fun client events, including going to dinners and movies, and there's some golf thrown in there as well. So always a good time with the team from the McPherson Financial Group. You can meet them when you visit artofmoneyradio.com. All right, Art, I know one of the big conversations you've been having lately with a lot of your clients is about Social Security and the efforts of Congress to raise the Social Security full retirement age to save the solvency of the program. Now, what exactly does this mean for my retirement because it feels like politicians are more worried about carbon footprints and paying off student loans and not the boomers and their social security. Well, what it means is they're realizing that they're running out of money. Our government does such a good job with money, don't they? Oh, they spend it on just the best things. Rather than do what they're supposed to do, which is take money in for Social Security trust fund and put it on the sideline. If they would do that, we'd have plenty of money for it. So what they don't do is do that because they use it in the general fund. So every year when those money, all that tax revenue that comes in from our Social Security payments. So right now when you have your payroll mark, 
about 15% of your payroll, 7.65 from you, another 7.65 from your employer, goes into your Social Security, a little bit into Medicare, Medicaid. Mm -hmm. Well, that money is supposed to be set aside in a trust fund so that when you turn 65, you're able to have your retirement money paid out to you. Well, a long time ago, they said, man, that's a big lump sum of money sitting on the sidelines. Why don't we use that? So every year they spend that money, add it to the general fund so they can spend it on whatever they want to spend it on. Because of that, we only have about a trillion dollars set aside in our trust fund right now. And our benefits going out each year is about a trillion dollars. So literally, we only have one year of reserve in the background. Mm -hmm. So the problem is, as we live longer and we have been living longer the last 20 years, People living from 70s to late 70s to the 80s, now mid 80s, you know, men were basically making it to mid 80s, late 80s. Uh, back in 1938, when they started the program, we didn't even make it to 65. Right. So, you know, they designed this program for, quote, retirement and retirement spending. And they really knew that we weren't even going to make it, Mark. So. We're making it now, and we're most uh, most men are on benefit for about fifteen to twenty years, and most women are on it on benefit now twenty to twenty five years. And because they don't have the money set aside, they have to take it out of the general spending. They're looking for ways to increase the revenue. So one of the ways to increase the revenue is raise the amount of money that can be pulled in from taxes. You know, mm -hmm. so they keep changing how much of our annual income can be taxed. Mm -hmm. And then another way is reduce the benefit they're going to give you and me, Mark, when we retire. So instead of us getting our full retirement benefit at age 67, we're going to they're going to try to make it age 70 or maybe 71 or 72. So if you were supposed to get twenty eight hundred dollars a month at 67, you're now only going to get twenty four hundred dollars at age 67. And to get that 2800 it's going to be 70 now so it reduces how much money we're going to receive so it reduces how much money they have to pay out can you help us find our social security risk score is that something you offer the mcpherson financial absolutely Group? we do and we have our whole e-money platform uh, we put everybody's social security information in there and it kind of shows us the sweet spot so i was talking with the clients this week and one of the things we were evaluating was whether or not to turn on a spousal for the wife or under her own benefit or whether or not to defer, you know, so we look at all kinds of options. So sometimes is it better to take it at 62 or is it better to take it 65 or is it better to take it at FRB, which is your full retirement date for Social Security, or is it better to defer all the way to age 70? Well, we've got a system and a way for us to show where your sweet spot is and kind of, you know, what your crossover point is and and what makes the most sense for your retirement, your budget, your income needs, and then what you have on the sidelines, whether it's pension money, 401k assets, uh, and how, how do all those coordinate together to provide that retirement income? 321-425-8550. To take advantage of that conversation, we're going to sit down with our McPherson. Let's take a look at your social security benefits and more importantly, your risk score. It's the importance of having a plan to help protect your assets and build retirement income. 321 425 8550. Would it be safe to say that a lot of the congressmen and women, they are about the ages of retirees, so they want the benefits of Social Security, but the upcoming crop of politicians are younger and they just don't care about it as much. Is that safe to say? If they serve one term, which is four years in the Senate, yeah, they have a pension for the rest of their life. Oh, The military has to serve 20 years. 
before there's a pension. Wow. And all of our founding fathers said, no, you don't get any benefits. That's another way you can give back to your country mm-hmm. by being a senator or a congressman. You quit your practice for a while, four years, eight years, and then you go back into your practice, whether it was a law practice, doctor, pharmacist, whatever you did, mm-hmm. and then you had to go back in live under the rules that you had governed by. So you didn't have any perks, you didn't have any pension, you didn't have any benefits, no health benefits. You had to live under the laws that you made while you were in there. And that kept our senators and our congressmen honest. Okay. And they could not have a law for them and then the rest of us serfs would be under different rules. Because right now it seems to be the king in the court again. Yeah. And the rest of us are just the serfs underneath them. I know I was going to get a frustrating history lesson this weekend here, (laughs) (laughs) but it's important to know the power of a plan and the team of the McPherson Financial Group can help you customize that plan. No cost, no obligation to you. Now, Art McPherson, I know that you are a big collector of motorcycles. I am. But are you a car guy, too, or is it just Harleys? Oh, I am a car guy. All right. And one of the things I got to do last week when I was playing golf with Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats, we talked about some of our old cars. Nice. So he has a 68 Camaro convertible that I was oohing and off R and over <laughs> uh, because I've got a 68 Camaro also, but it's not a convertible. So I am very much into old cars. So my dad kind of ruined me on that. Uh. Uh, when I was a young kid, I'll pretty much since I was in diapers, I was going to car shows. He was a former president of our pre-48 old car club mm-hmm. a couple times throughout the years. And he always had an old car completely immaculately done and then one he was working on. And the thing when I was a kid, I didn't understand this, but he would work on restoring that one and be in and out of body shops and all the different things. And we were driving the other car that he had finished for a couple of years. And then when the other car would get done, he would sell that other one and then start working on another project. Oh, so nice. about every two to three years, we'd have a brand new old car, you know, so we had 55 Chevy, 56 Chevy, 57 Chevy, and the 55 was a hard top. And then the 56 was a convertible, one of my favorite cars that he had, but he had 34 Fords, 32 Fords, 38 Buick, um, you sedans, you name it. He had just about everything you can imagine. And I loved going to the car shows. So as I got older, and I could afford to have cool things. Um, I needed to get a garage that could store cool things. So my initial was get a garage for uh, the motorcycles, because as you know, I love motorcycles. Right. And there's a, a lot behind that. Um, my dad and I started riding together. I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle, went and got my license after my mom passed away. So she was only 59 years of age. So my dad was fit to be tied. He was very, very sad that he lost my mom. Mm-hmm. And we just needed to do something, right? So getting out there, going on a motorcycle and riding was absolutely phenomenal for him. Good little bonding for you as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And we loved it. So went out and started riding. But I came to find that when I wanted to get another bike or a new bike, I liked my motorcycles more than the dealership. So what they wanted to give my me on that bike, and I knew what I paid for it brand new. I was like, no, I think I'll keep that. So I started keeping the motorcycles and I ended up having a collection of them. Right. So now I want to have 
a motorcycle and car museum. So one of the things when I built in our old other house, our first house here on South Tropical Trail, um, I built a garage with lifts in it so I could lift up the old cars. And one of my first old cars was from my 52 Ford F1. So I'd watch the show. I watch a lot of the classic car shows. And one of the guys had a 52 Ford and I said, I want to get, I want to get one. And I just happened to run across one and that timing was right. And the car was right. And brought it home and that started the collection and now I've got a 1970 Chevelle RS uh, SS Supersport and then I've got 1968 Camaro RS SS Rally Sport Supersport both of them are you know four in the floor cars which are a lot of fun the big engines 396 442 and then my 50 to F100, I'm sorry, F1. It's the last year they made the F1 before they went to the F100. It's got a big old 460 big block in it. And then Julie has a 1952 Dodge. So her her truck kind of looks like a Mater <laughs> because she wanted one that had patina because she wanted to be able to throw stuff in the back yes, and not worry about scratching it. And also a, she took it to Home Depot that someone wouldn't open a door into it and she would like be freaking out. Right. So because all my other cars are like that. They're like super nice, you know, you park it, take the them to the shows. The, and yeah, you're in the back end of the parking lot. Hey, well, I don't like to go to parking lots like that. <laughs> I don't take that kind of a car. I mean, I take it to the office, take it to church, right. do our little Sunday drives, go to car shows. I don't really like parking it in parking lots because bad things can happen. You know, if I've learned anything about you, Art McPherson, you work hard, very hard at the McPherson Financial Group, but you also play very hard as well. Which you do. Motorcycles and your cars and golf. That's great. Uh, you know, and something else worth noting, too, is you talk about having like a little museum for cars and motorcycles at your house. Inside of the McPherson Financial Group, you have your own little radio museum as well. It's almost like a little mini Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I've gotten, I mean, radio, you know, we've been doing this for nine years now, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to meet so many great people. I've just got so many great memories. So we kind of have archived them and, you know, created just like a wall of fame kind of thing. And then you're right in the radio room, you know, I'm just looking at all these RIA award records and it's pretty cool. It's just and got guitars in here and artists in here that I've met and it's just pretty amazing some of the things I've been able to do because of this radio show. You know, we've talked about the Artist Vault a lot, and we've got an interview coming up from the Artist Vault. It's where Art McPherson has the opportunity to go to great charity events and meet celebrities and artists and musicians, and that's where he gets a lot of this great memorabilia. And when you schedule a consultation with Art McPherson, you're going to get a tour of the place as well. And sometimes you've said, Art, that is one of the biggest talking points of the whole day. Of course, we want to customize a plan, but it's also like, ooh, how did you meet this person? Ooh, where did you meet this person? Ooh, how did you get that? Yeah, and usually I've got great stories behind it. Yep. So, you know, I mean, like when Gary LaVox and I were playing over there at the TPC Sawgrass, number one, that is a gorgeous course to play. But when our birdie putt comes from a ball hit by my buddy Eddie that literally bounces out of the water over the wood, which I don't know how, I don't know if he hit a turtle. I don't know if he hit an alligator. I don't know what happened. There's no way a ball bounces out of the water like that. It just doesn't happen. It's not like he hit a worm burner where it's, you know, like skipping. It just 
did somehow. <laughs> See, these are the intense conversations. It's not about RMDs and 401ks. We're oh, we talking there about too. trick shots <laughs> in the McPherson Finance Group. No, it's just a great opportunity to see the great work that Art has done with a lot of charities across the community. When you schedule that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you, but you also walk with education, information, and a tour of the great shrine that Art McPherson has built at the home office of the McPherson Financial Group. Art of Money Radio. Dot com. You can schedule that consultation on the homepage in just a couple of clicks or 321-425-8550. Something else you're going to talk about, Art, with your clients and with the community is this looming recession. Now, the good news is we haven't heard about any new bank failures over the past week, week and a half. However, fund manager Al Lord was on Fox Business and he said, unfortunately, higher interest rates are affecting commercial real estate now. We have $270 billion of commercial real estate loans that are maturing this year. When you look at who made those loans, well, 80% of commercial real estate loans are made by the small and regional banks. And then of those regional banks, it's about 38% of their whole portfolio is real estate loans. So it's going to be a problem. So banks are failing, unemployment, empty buildings. This all sounds like a recession, Art. What are the strategies to protect our assets and make a plan during a recession? Just make sure all your assets are not tied with the market fluctuations. The market will go up and the market will go back down. You know, that's just what happens when the economy is expanding. The market is expanding. You know, we're going to see it grow. We're going to see those above average returns. We're going to see those 10s, the 12s, the 15s, the 20s. But when the economy is contracting, we're going to see the market contracts. We're going to see the losses like last year where the market was down 18% on the S&P 500. We're going to see those type of events. So make sure your money is not all going in lockstep where Last year, if you had, you know, even a target retirement fund where you were trying to be, you know, reasonable, you're not trying to manage your own money, you're letting the 401k platform kind of mix it for you and you're doing the right thing, you still might have lost 15 to 20 percent last year, depending on when your target retirement fund was dated. So sometimes we go through these periods of time that are just really off. Um, We're trying to get a bounce back this year. Technically, I think there's lots of reasons to have a bounce back here, but then we've got a lot of headwinds too, like you just mentioned with recession. So Mm -hmm. it depends on what happens throughout the year, depends on what the Fed does with interest rates. Uh, We've got a lot of what ifs out there. And then this week we had something come up. We had the first president ever indicted. So we have all kinds of things happening every week that you never know might happen. (laughs) It's exhausting. (laughs) News cycle is exhausting. But, you know, you said something, we don't know what's going to happen next. And the team of the McPherson Finance Group, they don't have that crystal ball. However, they can create a plan for you to help protect your assets and build retirement income for what comes next. Think about the difference it would have made had you called Art McPherson this time a year, year and a half ago. Again, that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to sit down and customize a plan. Or if you need a second opinion, nothing wrong with that. 321 425 8550. Always online, artofmoneyradio.com. I want to talk about paying off mortgages for a second because there is a story in Market Watch where a 64 year old man asked for some advice because he's a year from retirement. He's got 850000 in savings, going to have another 5000 a month from Social Security and pensions, but Art, he owes about 165000 on his house. So his question was, do I need to pay off the mortgage before retiring? How do you answer that? It depends, right? So that's why I do an evaluation. So one of my evaluation topics with him would be, what's your current budget? So he might say, Mark, I'm making $10,000 a month. 
net take home, you know, so after all my deductions, after my work, um, this is what I'm bringing in the door. And I, my next question would be, well, does the budget work with your mortgage right now? Can you afford to pay the mortgage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything works fine. Okay. So then we would run the analysis. Can his 401k, can his pension, can his social security, if he's married, can his wife's social security, can all those things added up together provide that $10,000 a month that they need for that budget? If it can, there's a high probability he doesn't need to pay the house off because if he takes 165,000 out of the 401k to pay it off, all that becomes taxable income. Mm -hmm. So he has to be careful by doing that, even though paying the house off may be a really big goal, we might be able to do that over a two or three year period and have a minimal tax hit on it, where if he was to do it all at one time, on top of retiring, probably making more money that last year than he has made his entire work time. Um, he might jump two, three, maybe even four tax brackets and then have a lot of that tax has to be withheld from that distribution. So to pay off $165,000 mortgage, he might have to pull two forty-two fifty out of his retirement nest egg to do that. And then now he's only got 600,000 left. He doesn't have 850 and that 600 is paying income. So we do an evaluation on every person that comes in the door and we look at that. Is it better to pay something off? What does it cost you monthly to do that? And then should you keep it? You know, so we just go through those type of analysis. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 